If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to The Ernest Mann Show. I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you no matter where, what time, or what place you may be listening, in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. folks and thank you for tuning in or for tuning in again and this is episode number 275 earnest thoughts does your perception change your future are you fortunate enough to have the necessary time to think about your life my perception is that most people they're not. Most people I have observed are far too busy working, just barely making ends meet, yet making the corporation and its slavehold, I mean, um, the shareholders, very well off and indeed. So, uh, how the hell is a person realistically supposed to be able to plan their lives? I mean, like for the next 10, 20 years. Well, here's the long and short answer. You're not. You work until you burn out or you die. So just shut up and do your job. I mean, if you're lucky enough to have one that pays a living wage. Comply with all company rules and policies, regardless of how stupid or humiliating. Completely accept your wage slave subjugation. Do not question and absolutely positively do not think. Now, having said that, let's turn our attention away from the previously mentioned current corporate psychopathic employment nightmare and focus on something which should be as important as the numbers 3721 and quite pleasant, well, at least by comparison, as it still requires an action most people have made, been made incapable or terrified of doing. Thinking. If you really want to get something out of this life, if you want to avoid or get the hell out of pre the previously, you know, mentioned nightmare scenario 
something you will potentially have to do for the rest of your life, which should scare the living hell out of you. You're going to have to learn about and, well, think about some things which are very different than the current mode of thinking. And when you begin to do that, and then, and only then, when you begin to do that, can you potentially reap the rewards of this different mindset? There are admittedly, these are admittedly baby small steps, but of course, you understand that you need to do that before you can learn the walk. You gotta, you can't just jump right into walking or running. In very short, there are several actions that you must learn in order to succeed in this. And here are two of them. Remove all distractions and pay the hell attention. To illustrate this point a bit further, I'm going to tell you something that up until now, no one has heard before because it comes from my life and it is absolutely 100% true. So if you're wanting to actually learn something, something that could change your life for the better, give this a listen. After all, what do you have to lose? maybe 10 minutes. I believe gaining some very valuable information is certainly worth 10 minutes. And if you think it is, go on over to my website and, and buy old Ernest a cup of coffee. Now, there's a man I've known for several years and he's very wealthy. And he and I talk about our lives on a regular basis. He's not a flashy man. If you were to look at him, he, he looks really ordinary. I mean, he, you know, that suits him just fine. But just saying, you know, he could, he could wear a Rolex or, you know, a lot of bling. But he's uh, intelligent enough to understand... Uh, that that would uh, send an entirely wrong message <laughs> about himself. You see, he's he's not that shallow, but he's a really caring, sometimes a bit too caring. And his actions in the community speak volumes about his character. The one thing he does allow himself to have are a few very nice hats. So, a short time ago, uh, he and I got together for lunch and we talked about what's going on in the world, what our opinions were, you know, that kind of shit. And um, it's pretty typical of when, you know, me and him, we get together and as we were talking about all those issues, we managed to segue into something that I thought was really unusual, which is what I'm going to share with you. You see, 
one of the few vices that my friend has is that he's a smoker. And he told me that for, you know, at least in the last couple of years, he'd gone to the same convenience store at roughly about, I don't know, I guess the same time, because another thing about him is that, you know, he, he is a man of habit. Actually, I am too. I We see eye to eye in that because I am as well. But, um, you know, so he got to know the woman or this woman or a woman that, you know, worked there behind the counter and they got him the cigarettes. And um, what he noticed was from the time he first started going there, uh, it was only, you know, after a few times that he'd been there uh, that, uh, you know, he would enter the store and um, <clears throat> she'd have the cigarettes waiting, already waiting. I mean, he'd enter the door and have to walk across the floor or stand on she, she had him waiting. He complimented him on one of his hats. He always wears a hat wherever he goes. And not only that, but, you know, only after a few times, um, she had the cigarettes waiting for him, like I said. And he told me that made him feel real special. It wasn't made him, made him feel like royalty. Now, he's a wealthy guy, but this made him feel special. You know, so one day, as usual, he came in to get his cigarettes, and of course she had him waiting. And uh, but she, you know, she she broke into just a little bit of small talk, and uh, she was telling him she was going to miss him. And uh, he asked her if she was getting another, you know, another job, and and she told him uh, that she was. But not only that, she was moving out of state and that her, you know, her last day was going to be Tuesday. It's like, okay. So he told her he'd try to, you know, be sure to see her on Tuesday before she's gone. Now, <clears throat> here's the thing. Bear in mind that other than a little small talk and handing him a pack of cigarettes when he came into the store, this woman was a complete stranger. All right. So when Tuesday came around and he came in and she was there and uh, had his cigarettes ready as usual. Yep. And she was incredibly surprised, however, when he paid for the cigarettes and he gave her a cash gift of $500. Cha-ching! <laughs> wow. Um, man, if I was her, I know I'd sure as hell be happy. Well, he said he, he thought it would really help her to settled, you know, in her new life and uh, wherever, wherever she was headed and 
He absolutely refused to take the money back and telling her she'd earned it. It was that, you know, it was simply his way of saying thank you and not to worry about the money that, you know, he could definitely afford it. And believe me, this guy can definitely afford it. Okay. So, um, what I just told you is absolutely true. No bullshit. Not only was this woman friendly and outgoing, but she demonstrated that she actually cared and that that's why my friend said he gave her the money. He explained to me it was people like her that helped him maintain his faith in humanity. And he also told me that at some point they somehow they'd, you know, gotten onto the subject of cell phones and she told him, and this really surprised me, I thought it was funny. Uh, she had a cell phone, but that she didn't live on it. <laughs> and that she thought that what, you know, most people were doing on their cell phones was really stupid and and that it screws up your brain. <laughs> uh, that's something else that he paid attention to and happened to agree with. And I'm pretty much in agreement with that myself. So, there. So you tell me. What do you think about the story? Do you think... Uh, did he really do a good thing? That kind of generosity. Did he really do a good thing? I mean, what about the cell phone? Do you believe that, like, constantly using cell phones makes us have the attention span of, like, a fucking canary? If I could ask you just one other question. At the beginning of the story, I, I gave you three numbers that I said were just as important. So without going back, do you remember what they were? If you do, congratulations. You've got some awesome perception. And if you don't, well, then hopefully you're getting the point of everything and what I just told you. But I'd be willing to bet though that that woman who worked at the convenience store would, she would know they were 3, 7, and 21. Now, if I piqued your curiosity and <laughs> you want to know more, well, you know how to reach me. Until next time, this is Ernest reminding you that there are no bad words, just bad actions. Take care.